Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Hello, everybody. Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network, and welcome to episode 32 of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And today with me, my homie, my girl, my part, one of my partners in crime in the game, one of part of our network uh, here in the DMV area. And she is the CEO and co and founder of Seawall Sports and Entertainment. And she is the host of Coaching from the Couch, my girl, Candy Waller. What's up, Candy? Hey, Darrell. <laughs> Look, I'm so happy to see you. Right. I really just, am. Just it seems so, so it's so long. And and you yeah. know, I mean, I feel like we always keep in touch on social media. And I think social media kind of gives you that you can always kind of stay in touch with that person in some right. form or the fashion. So it doesn't, it's like it's absence, but not too much absence. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. And like you said, we are homies, we're family. Um, yeah, and I and I'm just I'm delighted to know you, and I'm so happy you asked me to be on the show. Of course, of course, Kenda, I had to have you on, man. I, it's just you know you're one of the people in this industry. Like I've said, everybody I bring on here to bring that one-on-one -on -one experience of people that I respect in this game and people that I, I truly look up to because you can see the hard work and the determination, and you are one of those people, Candy. So so glad to have you on. Oh, thank you so much, so much. And likewise, likewise. Yes, we, we try, we try. Yeah. <laughs> All right, of course, everybody, you know, we start off one-on-one -on -one with the check-in. So Candy, I want to check in on you and your family, uh, especially with everything that's been going on with COVID, the pandemic, social injustice, the election is over. <laughs> so we've had a lot going on <laughs> in the last eight, seven to eight months, yeah. ever since the pandemic has really started. Mm -hmm. Just give me your thoughts on how things have been going for you and just tell us how you've been how you've been doing. You know, I appreciate that question and that you even asked that starting out. Let me just tell you, Darrell, this has been a tough year. This has been a tough, tough year. Um, all of our lives were just changed in a very abrupt way in March when everything shut down due to the pandemic. Um, and as you mentioned, um, everything going on with social injustice, uh, the whole entire election process. It's been a lot. And as you know, I'm a bit of a social butterfly. So <laughs> not, not being able to see my folks all the time. Um, I'm a hugger. So not, not being able to hug everybody. You know, it's been a little tough. Right? It's, it's, right? it's like, wait, it's been tough. And even the mask, the mask, everything it's been hard because it's been a change in our normal behavior and what we're just used to doing every day of our lives. Um, 
so it's been tough, but you know, I've been managing, you know, able to, like you said a moment ago, connect on social media. Um, my family and I, we were doing Zoom calls and, and, and trying to get together via Zoom. Um, I learned some new apps. Like there's this app called House Party. It's probably not new, but it was new to me. <laughs> you, can like call, you can like call your friends. It's like up to six or seven of y'all can be on there you know, at the same time and just it just have a quick call and a quick check-in. So, um, you know, staying prayed up and, and just being grateful for being alive. I do have some friends who have lost loved ones to um, COVID-19. So we just continue to keep um, those families in prayer um, that have lost loved ones and just, you know, pray for our all, our, you know, all of us, our calmness and just overall comfort as we continue to go through this tough time. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's it's been tough. And I, and I, you know, one of those people that have had to deal with deaths this year, this has been, <laughs> this has been, yeah. I probably lost about six or seven people that I've uh, been in a close with uh, this year alone. Um, two of them, the COVID, uh, both grandparents in the last two months. Uh, it's just been a whirlwind. And I, I, I try to look at the positives throughout the year with despite mm -hmm. all of that going on. Right. Um, but it's just, it has been a tough one. I think all you can do is just keep pushing and keep persevering and, and hope that we can get this thing better one day at a time. Yeah, absolutely. And want to extend my condolences to you again. I know I reached out um, at the loss of your loved one. Thank so you. continuing to pray for you and your family as well, Darrell. Truly appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. They're in a better spot now. They're together again. So that's the way I see yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk a little bit about your passion of sports, your love of sports. Where did it come from, Candy? When, when was that moment that you happened when you were younger and you said, man, this sports thing is, this is for me. <laughs> Tell me about where that passion for sports came from for you. You know, it's so funny because I, when I'm asked this question, I always say, well, maybe my dad is a better person to answer this question because <laughs> When I was a child, like six years old, he he will tell anybody, he started to notice, it's not that I didn't watch cartoons, I absolutely watched cartoons, but he noticed that when he was watching a sporting event, whether it be a football game, it could be a wrestling match, it could be Georgetown playing, he noticed that I was so attentive while he was watching. And he was like, is she really watching this? Is she really, really watching this? And I'm going to be honest with you. My dad started taking me to wrestling matches and it started with, with wrestling, with Jimmy Superfly Snookum. That's <laughs> seriously. And, and I just had a love for competitive sports. Um, of course, being from the area, um, you know, I watched a lot of, funny enough, Georgetown, Maryland, right? Because my, my family, they're, they're Cowboys fans. So, right, right. But I'm like, I don't understand. There's a team down the street. I want to watch them. <laughs> I want to watch them. So, so and, and that's just where, where it all stemmed from, you know, from wrestling to college sports. And then to me just saying, hey, I want to watch the football team that I could actually go to the game down the street. Right. And, um, and, it, and it just kept going from there. Man, it's crazy how it starts, right? Yep, <laughs> it's yep, crazy exactly. how it all gets going, man. I mean, yep. it, it just, you, you never know that it takes you by storm. And, I, and I've, I've told this story a couple of times and I'm just, for me, it was just watching sports in every day. I watch sports in the religiously, morning, mm -hmm. noon, night. For me, that's where it all started from for me. I just like, oh, 
And then from yeah. that point on, my knowledge of sports is where I had to be in some mm-hmm. form of the fashion. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now, of course, you've got your own brand. You've been building this thing up for a couple of years now. And and, and jumping into the sports journalism field, is, is it's a difficult one, as you know. I mean, because you got to start when you're starting from the bottom. And, you know, in some people's case, like myself, I, you know, not having that college education, not having, you know, in the sports mass communications field, you have to you have to take different avenues. Social media has given us that. But tell us, you know, how did you get into uh, to journalism, sports journalism, and, and how did you build the Seawall brand? So this, this is a great question. Um, I jumped into sports journalism, just pure, pure faith. I have to tell you the honest truth of what happened and what made me say, this is what I want to do. Um, so the Super Bowl that I guess no one will forget uh, Super Bowl 51, the Patriots come back on mm-hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I, my, my, my brother lives in Houston. So I had already decided a few months prior that I was going to go to that Super Bowl. Like I'm going down there. I'm going to do the Super Bowl like a true NFL fan. I'm going to the NFL experience. I'm going to tapings of first take, undisputed, good morning football. I'm going right. to do everything and um i got down there midweek and i was doing everything and i was in heaven i was just like this is the ultimate football fans experience right here it was amazing and i just truly loved every single moment of it and when i was at the live taping of good morning football you have to get there super early and i was there that friday morning and it just, it just hit me. I said, you know what? I said, this is what I'm gonna do. This, this, this is what I want to do. Right. I want to talk about sports all day long. Like seriously. And of course that sounds all day long. It's like all day long. Like this is, this is it. And I'm watching them, you know, prep and all the camera angles and just all everything that went into doing a lot, a, a show. Right. Right. And I was just so, I, I, I was just in, in heaven, honestly. And so on my um, plane ride back, I started writing a business plan and I Googled women in sports, you know, women in sports in DC, you know, I'm just, just everything because at that, at that moment, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, I do have um, degrees, mm-hmm. but they're, they're not in journalism. So what do I do? And I immediately got connected to the DC chapter of women in sports and events and had some awesome women in sports that immediately wanted to mentor me and just started telling me which, which angles to take. Um, From a business perspective, because I have worked in business, you know, I, you know, I knew certain things to do and just, you know, articles of organization and doing the business plan and understanding a marketing strategy and branding and all of those things. But getting into journalism was tough. And, 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 you know, I just started really studying, honestly, some of the sports journalists that I really, really like and some of the sports journalists that I really don't like. Right. To understand and shape who, who I wanted to be. Yeah. And, and some of the do's and don'ts as, as far as the brand and what I wanted to see happen. So yeah, that's see, my story. See, I, I like that. I mean, and, and that's a lesson for those out there. I mean, reaching out to those people that mm-hmm. you feel like can help you take that extra step yep. and, and and not being afraid to hear a no, to hear, you know, 
because you're going to hear no's in this industry. Oh, yeah. And, and, and having those people that are willing to mentor you and help you, I can tell you it's been tremendous for myself. I've yeah. had people that have been major to me and I will always appreciate them for that. So mm-hmm. I can truly, truly, truly understand that. Uh, and that's something that you just got to keep pushing with. Got to keep pushing with. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now, we've got my favorite segment of this show coming up here. And this is the segment of quick ones. Yes, okay. quick ones. All right. So are you ready for the Candy Waller Seawall Sports and Entertainment version, the edition of quick ones? Yep, I'm ready. She said she's ready, y'all. Let's see <laughs> if she's ready. All right. Let's start it off with probably our our favorite one to ask and give me your favorite sports moment oh my favorite sports moment geez there's so many there's so many okay let me think the first one that probably comes to my mind let me think because I'm like wait a minute as soon as I think of one then I think (laughs) of another one Honestly, I'm gonna go back to that Super Bowl. Okay. The, the New England Patriots comeback on the Atlanta Falcons. I felt like it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. See, that's awesome. I mean, and the game itself was just dramatic. And it was dramatic. A, and it's a meme on top of memes now. Poor Atlanta fans. Let's just poor Atlanta. Let's, fans. let's give them a shout out real quick. They they've been through enough. So they've been you know. through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they've been through a lot. I pray for him. I pray for him every night. I, I do. I worry about him just a little bit. My, my guys, Danny and, and all my guys down there in Atlanta that are doing what we do. And we, mm-hmm. we appreciate you. And uh, we pray for you. <laughs> yeah, we go keep y'all in prayer. All day, every day. So here's another one. Well, let's keep it on the sports moment. What about your worst sports moment? Can you give us the worst sports moment for you? Oh, um, I guess I got to, in all fairness, I got to bring up a Washington football team worst moment. I want to say it was when RG3 got hurt. I think that was one of my worst that I can remember like sports moments because I just knew at that moment, something just told me the RG3 era was, was over. Was over. Yeah. At that moment. And, 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 and this fan base is, st- is at that time. And it's always still, you know, still in my opinion, so deserving of positive energy and vibes, right? And and we were getting a boost around right, here in the right. DMV. We would get a major boost. And when he got hurt, I was like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people people were getting hyped, man. Like, yeah. I went to, a, I think I went to two RG3 games that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the game they played Carolina. Um, my brother went to the playoff game against Seattle. So he was there when it happened. He was just mm-hmm. like, man, it was terrible. So yeah. I remember just how the big, the RG3 thing was. And people thought, this is it, man. We got, we got mm-hmm. our next guy. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't turn out that way. But right. That was hard exactly. to watch. That, that, and then following up with that one, another quarterback injury, the Alex Smith injury. Like I just, oh, it was, was yet another moment. And while it wasn't pretty, like that season wasn't pretty at all. Washington football was still number one in the division at the time. Right. And and his injury was so gruesome because I was at that game that it it just it just sucked the entire life out of the whole out of yeah, the whole. Oh building. my God! I remember being there, and mm-hmm. like you said, and I was down on the field. Um, I just remember the quiet, like how quiet that crowd got when it mm-hmm. happened. I still, I still won't forget that. That just as to see him back the last couple of weeks or see him here to play two games. Right. I thought it was over. I remember, I think I posed a question to you over the, maybe like 
earlier in the year where I said, do we see Alex Smith as a, as an offensive coordinator or a quarterback coach in this new regime? Cause I thought it was over for my man, Yeah. but he has proven myself wrong, which I'm glad because I, mm -hmm. I, I've always liked Alex Smith was a quarterback. So it's good to see him back in the fold. Mm -hmm. Yep. For sure. For sure. All right. Now this next one, a friend of ours, Miss Carita Parks, I gave this uh, uh, assortment of questions to her a couple of weeks ago on Quick One. So I'm going to do the same thing to you okay. since you are so uh, intact in the DMV sports brand. <laughs> so the, the I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to name one of the sports teams up there. And I want you to give me a quick opinion on those sports teams. Uh -oh. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Let's start off with the Nets. Oh, my Nets. Um... <laughs> My, my quick opinion of the Nats, you know, I'm still so proud of them and what they did. I mean, I call them the comeback kids. I used to, you know, but I, but but really my, my quick opinion of them is it's very, it's uncertain. Right. Um, would have liked to have seen them be better this season. Of course, they were not. They didn't even make the playoffs, which was just very disappointing to me because I felt like they had a, a good chance of at least making the playoffs right. um, this season, but they did not. Um, I think they need to do all they can to keep Juan Soto. Yeah, you got, you got to. After losing Bryce, you can't lose Soto. Yeah, you can't absolutely <laughs> cannot lose Soto. That's funny. I think that's the same thing. Karita said one word, Soto. So yeah. y'all on the same page on that bad yeah, boy. Yeah. Can't lose Juan Soto. So you listen, Washington, no go. No yeah. go. <laughs> Next one, the Capitals. Oh, my Caps, my Caps. Um, my opinion of the Caps is actually, I'm, I'm still disappointed that Ted Leonsis didn't choose to keep Barry Trotz. I think there had probably been some understanding that, you know, maybe he would leave, mm -hmm. but after you win the, the Stanley Cup, I mean, like, come on, right? I, I didn't feel like that now, that was the right time to make a coaching change. Yeah. And now there's yet again, another coaching change. Uh, Cause Ty Reardon just was not the answer. Um, so we'll see what this new coach does. Again, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, the team is getting older, just being honest, the team right. is getting older. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how they continue to shape and still be aggressive. Um, I'm, I'm proud to be a Caps uh, fan on top of covering the team, but just a fan overall, because we've seen, if not, not one of the greatest, that's not the greatest, definitely one of the greatest and Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. And I tell folks all the time, another pain of caps, you know, whenever, whenever everything opens back up, one of the dopest sports experiences is a hockey game. It's a cap. Oh, God, I want to go to hockey. That's probably, that's on Ooh. my bucket. That's on my bucket list of things to do. Um, I've been trying to get into a hockey game for a minute. I got one. I want to see. I'm a I'm an Avalanche fan. I've been an Avalanche fan since I was 10 years old. Uh, but you know, I do support the Caps. Uh, but it's just for me. If I I've always wanted to say I want to go to a Capitals Avalanche game and just be able to enjoy that. And not, if not even a part of the media, just as yeah. a fan. Oh yeah. I want to. I just. Uh, I want to feel it all, man. So I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. At one way or the other, I'll be able to do it on both ends of the spectrum, though. So yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, you, you'll love it. You'll love it for sure. Next, the Washington Wizards. I think my overall opinion is John Wall. My, that's what I'm gonna start out with. I'm gonna start out with John Wall. I, I'm. I want to see John come back better than ever. Um, I know there's always a lot of um, the rumor mill is always churning about. Bradley Beal being traded. 
Um, and the storyline continues to be Brad and John want to see, um, they want to go for it one more time. Right. They want to go for the East just a, one more time with both of them healthy, because I don't think we've seen that. I don't think we've seen both of them fully healthy in a long, in a while. It's, it's probably been almost two years if you think yeah, about it. John sure, got her, for sure. her December, I think of 18, maybe like November of 18. So yeah. it's been about a whole year mm-hmm. since we've seen them. Because at one, at one point, you know, I was like, are the Wizards turning into the bad boys of the East? You know, they were playing right. so rough and tough and they were like, they had turned into a goon squad. I was like, what happened to them? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> It was starting to look really nice and they were they were making runs, they were making moves. Yeah, and so I want to see both of them healthy. Looking forward to John Wall's comeback. I still think they need a, they they need a center. They need a big man. They need yeah. they need somebody to to be on the boards. Um and, and we'll see what happens. Uh Scott Brooks, very 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 nice man. Mm-hmm. Um but I just don't think that's the coach that's going to get it done. Um, and help this team bring in a championship. All right, next one, the Washington Mystics. Oh, that's my team. That's my girls right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's, my girl. yeah, that's my girls right there. I'm back. That's my girls right there. Um, my opinion of the, of the Mystics, you know, what we saw this summer when they were in the bubble, that wasn't even the same Mystics team. It wasn't I don't the same team. Wanted them to, to run it back and everything and and um, you know, Coach Mike Tebow, I really like Coach Tebow. He he he's he's you know straight, no chaser, and complete professional for sure. And it, it just wasn't the same team, so we couldn't expect the same output, right? No, you can't, no. you can't expect the same outcome, the same output. It's not the same team. Um, but I'm looking forward to 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 all of them coming back stronger, better than ever, and, and perhaps doing another run because I still think they absolutely have the talent to do so. And then they added Tina Charles. I mean, come yeah. on, man. Like, you, they didn't get worse. I mean, like I said, COVID gave us a whole different aspect. But then right. you add Tina Charles, like a former exactly. MVP. You got two MVPs on the same team. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think they're going to be button of heads. I think they're just going to collaborate together. They could. We're looking at a power team that we didn't get a chance yep. to see fully uh, yep. coming to f- uh, fruition this year. So we'll see. Exactly. And I think that move, to your point, I think that move was made so that they could be a powerhouse in the near term. That right. wasn't a, a future team. That was, we want we want all the championships right now. Exactly. So I'm looking exactly. forward to them coming Me back. Me too. Together. I can't wait to see what that Mystics team looks like next yep. year. I and mean, we're back in the building. So yep. see yeah, we're back in the building because we had some back. fun covering them too. We yes, had a lot we of fun did. with them too. Yes, we did. And I'm ready yep. to get back. I'm ready to see T-Cloud Incorporated make things happen again. Yes, for sure. We'll, we'll see. And of course, last, but certainly not least, <laughs> Washington football team. Uh, obviously, they've uh, it's been a very interesting year, a full year uh, for the Washington football team. But give me your thoughts on that Washington football team. I, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest. I want. I, I don't think I've said this out loud yet, so I'm about to say it out loud on, on the <laughs> show. I, I, I was really bothered by Sunday's game right. against the Giants. That really bothered me because there were some mistakes that just should not have been made. Right. Um, the straight fundamental mistakes. It's like, come on guys, come on. Now you're beating yourself at this point, right? Um, I hated to see Kyle Allen go down. I was like, yeah. oh, because as soon as the offense looks like it can make a little bit of progress, now, here, now here we go. 
Um, I think the team, we everyone knows this is a young team. I think the team is still trying to compete because even on Sunday, they didn't give up. They didn't right. fall. So I can tell under this Ron Rivera-led coaching staff, the team is going to fight. They're going to fight for it. We, in, the, in the previous regime, we would have seen them give up early. Right, right, real true. Um, so they didn't do that, which is excellent. Um, but there's still a lot, there's still some positions that need some help. Um, definitely need to see, you know, and I'm very, I got to shout him out. I got proud of, proud of my guy, Cam Sims. Cam Sims is yes. starting to show. We, we all yes. know Terry, Terry is going Terry. He going to do yeah. him. We going, we know what Terry McLaurin, we already know what we got there, that gym, but it's excellent to see Cam Sims starting to blossom. Right. Um, right. That's tremendous, but I still think they need some help at the receiver. They, we still need a tight end. Washington football team needs yeah. a tight end. Logan had Logan, some moments. Logan has this some year. moments. You know, um, Cam, I will say a couple mm-hmm. years ago, I thought that Cam Sims could have been the breakout star. Mm-hmm. And of course, he got hurt. And mm-hmm. I thought that he had chances because, mm-hmm. you know, that Alabama uh, pedigree of receiver has yeah. been pretty good in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he had a chance to really show. Well, we've seen a little bit of that the we've last couple of weeks. So we'll, 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 we'll see if he can make things continue to roll. Yeah. It, it, this offseason will be interesting for the Washington football team. Uh, we didn't see many moves, if any, really this past offseason. So this this coming offseason will be for real, kind of like the the Ron Rivera show. Right. Right. Because they they have the, he this is now his real first real opportunity to truly start to build the team that he wants. Right. Um, and, and so I, I'm anxious to see what happens. Um, because the division is so bad, I was hoping, being honest, that, that Washington had, had still has a chance. They, like, they, I mean, they still got a chance now, so it's right, not they over still yet. Got a chance now, but still a lot of uh, growth and, and still some positions that that we frankly don't don't have our. I don't think the team has their star in that position. Safety is another position that I'm like, okay, yeah, we gotta find that that one that said, okay, that's our guy. Yeah, landing going down doesn't uh, help at all. No, uh, this team has a lot of cap space, if I'm not mistaken, heading mm-hmm. until next year. So mm-hmm. it's a very intriguing offseason coming up for the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they're already talking about keeping the name for another year till they get everything figured out. But uh, the be- where, best case scenario for the uppers in Washington is that the fans fall in love with the name, which I think if they find a way to win some games or start to catch some red, mm-hmm. who knows, they may feel it. But that's something that we'll see with yeah. them next year. Yeah, if they would have got at least six wins this year, it probably wouldn't have been no issue. No one yeah, would have cared about the name. They, look, they found a way to win this division. It, they might be all right. <laughs> might be okay. They might be okay. All right, <laughs> last one on quick ones. Your least favorite actor or actress? This is the one that every time you see him, you're like, ah, I don't want to see him on the screen. I think it's Danny Glover. For some really? reason, I never got really? over the color purple. <laughs> I never got over that. It still haunts me. I'm like, oh, gosh. Every oh, time I see him, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the Man, first thing Danny. that comes to mind. So That's I hilarious. That's I just never one. recovered from the color purple. That's a good one. I, w- I didn't see that one coming, but that's a good one. <laughs> I thought that I thought that would be the one that you would struggle on. I thought she'd be like, uh, let me think about it. no Danny Glover. He's it. He's the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, oh that's hilarious. 
That's hilarious. Oh, man. But that was it. That was the Candy Waller edition of Quick Ones here on One on Ones. And before we get off of here, first of all, Candy, I got to thank you. Appreciate you. Truly appreciate you coming on. And before we leave, leave, of course, we got to finish with any special projects you have going on. We want you to leave that legacy and let us know what type of legacy you want to leave and any special projects you got going on. I love that question. And thank you so much for having me. Seriously, thank you. It was so awesome to see you. Um, because you know, I miss I miss everybody. Haven't been, we all haven't been able to connect in person right. due to the pandemic, but it is good to see everyone in on social media land and virtually when we do things like this. So right. thank you so very much. Um, in terms of my legacy, you know, I'm a diehard DC sports fan that 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 decided to take my passion for not just sports overall before DC sports and turn it into a business. And so that is the legacy I wanna leave. The people that feel empowered to take whatever their passion may be and turn it into a business, make it work for you, make it work for your family, make it work for, you know, people who who are watching. They say, you know what, I I love this and, and I'm able to turn it into a business and something that I can truly just use my time and enjoy. Um, and continue to mold and craft as time goes on. So that is the legacy that I hope I am I am leaving and will be, you know, left behind whenever you know that happens. But right, 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 right. right. <laughs> um, in terms of special projects, um, I have a show every Thursday on Facebook Live at seven thirty p.m. It's called Coaching from the Couch. Fire! Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for Dar- uh, uh, Darrell. Always tunes in, and and Darrell, I got to get you on the show. We got to get you on there. We, we, we're, gonna, we're gonna get on there. We're gonna, gonna get, get on, on there. there. We're gonna yeah. get on there. And and it's a live. And it, it is the show is done live, and I'm just taking in comments from DC sports fans and we have a lot of fun and just a good time It's 30 minutes. Um, and there's a Seawall store, Seawall shop. We have a new item that just came out for all of the coaches out there. The shirt is what is my superpower and it says hashtag I coach. Hey, so I, you know, behind there. every great player, every great person, there is an amazing coach. So we have that item um, available in the Seawall shop now. So you can go to www.seawallse.com to um, purchase the shirt. There's other items as well. And you also can see the other uh, Seawall Sports and Entertainment content. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. My home girl, <laughs> one, of my, one of my peeps in the streets. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Miss Candy Waller, this has been episode 32 of One on One on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. We truly appreciate you all tuning in. Make sure you check out my girl, Candy, on all her social media platforms. Give them those social media platforms real quick. Hit them up real quick. Go ahead, hit them up so real quick. On Facebook is Seawall Sports and Entertainment. Yeah, wait. Seawall Sports <laughs> and Entertainment. Instagram, it's at Seawall Sports. On Twitter, it's at Seawall S-E. All right, y'all, you heard it. Go follow my girl, Candy. I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network, Candy Waller, Seawall uh, sports and entertainment. Make sure you check out. Until next time, we love y'all. Take care. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. 
Welcome to the 101. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to 101 and Legacy Lake Sports Network.